Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason. I am from the Golden State, and now I'm living in Beijing, city of museums. Today with me is Bebe. Yes, Golden State boy. Hi, Jason. Hi. Hello, our listeners. Welcome to The Bridge. We have a fun show ahead of us. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. We love to share your experiences on the bridge. Diana C. recently wrote, I just finished listening to my first ever episode of the bridge. Absolutely wonderful. Thanks, flower, flower, flower. I'll <laughs> definitely be tuning in a lot from now on. Oh, that's so sweet, Diana. Is it Diana? Right? It look, it's Diana. Diana with an A. So Diana. Okay. Hello, Diana. We love your message. We do. I yeah. appreciate it very much when my leader passed it to me. Mm. We want to discuss your comments on the bridge. Email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com, or you can simply write your response, or you can send us an audio file, which we will play. That was really fast. So let me repeat the email, which is welovethebridge at gmail.com. Yay! We'll be waiting for your responses. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. According to multiple sources and now trending on media around the world is the world's dirtiest man has died at the age of 94, briefly after washing for the first time. So, you know, uh, it was on that day. I think it was back in October 25th. Mm. So I was talking to Jason. I was like, hey, Jason, I think we uh, we can talk about personal hygiene. Mm. You know, this is uh, I saw this news today. The world's dirtiest man just died. Mm. And Jason was like, um, we need to talk about something that's like, you know, recent. Something happened just like, you know, in the past few days. And I was like, he died today. Yeah, and yeah. and Jason was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> and, Jason, and Jason was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean it that way. I mean, like, you know, it's 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 nice that he died today. <laughs> it's relevant. It's relevant. And you were like, and Jason was like, okay, I'm not making this any better. <laughs> No, no, yeah. no. But we, we so don't mean it that way. Do you want to tell this man's story or should I? Uh, you you go ahead. So this man lives in the country of Iran. And according to TheGuardian.com, he died very recently uh, in late October after some local boys convinced him to shower for the first time. At first he resisted and then he, they eventually convinced him that it would be a good idea to clean. He had apparently been mm. eating roadkill and smoked a pipe filled with animal excrement. I kid you not. Mm. And he slept in a hole in the ground, except in winter, in which he did seek shelter in some, a shack on someone's property yes. nearby. So that is pretty shocking. But you forgot to mention mm -hmm. he died at the age of 94. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah. Could it be a coincidence? Um, Maybe. I don't know. I mean, 94. That's a very yeah, happy a... age. right? Yeah. 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 I'd love to make it to 80. So oh, he's beaten, beaten my anticipation. You can shoot for something higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and also he he didn't shower for, I think, about 67 years. Wow. Um, and he had a thing, I think, a fear about water mm. and also a belief that being too clean is not good for you. Mm. So he had it, it's not like he was just uh, negligent mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. of his personal hygiene. It was his philosophy. He, he had yeah. a certain belief. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was personal trauma of some sort mm. um, or there is 
I mean, certain kind of uh, wisdom to it. Nowadays, I think people are swinging to the other end. Mm -hmm. Like we're getting too clean mm -hmm. almost. Um, I remember there's this really mm -hmm. popular saying in Chinese that at least my generation grew mm -hmm. up listening to. You know, our grandmas would tell us, our parents would tell us, and that is... 不干不净,吃了没病 mm -hmm. I, have, I have not Have you heard no. of this Chinese thing? Enlighten okay. us uh, Clean, mm -hmm. sure Clean is 干净, right? 不 is no So they're saying mm -hmm. things that are slightly dirty Things that are not perfectly mm -hmm. clean Let me put it this way mm -hmm. Might be good for your health So the direct translation is If you consume things that are not perfectly clean um, It will be beneficial to mm -hmm. your long-term health <laughs> Um, and I think it's uh, almost another way of telling you, uh, you become a little, you know, a bit more immune mm -hmm. to um, the bad elements if mm. you consume a little bit of dirt and things like that once in a while. So, you know, grandparents would say this when they maybe they accidentally dropped, you know, chestnut or candy mm. um, that they were feeding their grandkids. They would usually pick it up, right? And they would blow on it and say, 不干不净,吃了没病, and then feed it to their, you know, grandkids mm. as a way of comforting themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think there's at least a little bit of wisdom to it, mm -hmm. right? It's a way of de developing uh, immunity. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling everybody that go eat dirty things. I mean, what I mentioned was, eat some. <laughs> we didn't say eat something dirty. Just eat something that's not perfectly clean. Before we yeah. go on, I just want to mention that that the bridge is not a source of official recommendations by your your doctor. <laughs> and before you lick your kitchen floor, you should probably seek your doctor's medical opinion. Right. But you know there is a rule in Amer in Western mm. society in English called the five second rule. Ah, oh, I heard. Yes. Sometimes it's called the three second rule. Sometimes mm. it's called the ten second rule. It really, depends. it's it's how many ever seconds <laughs> the M and M has been on the ground and you still want to eat it. It basically it means that if you drop something on the ground that you want mm -hmm. and hey. It didn't really get that dirty. It just touched the floor. Right. Maybe I'll just eat it and it'll be okay. You're working out the math thinking, how fast are these bacteria multiplying? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know that there's actually a debunking show mm. in America. I forget what it's called, but they did this. They checked the, the rule. And so they touched various oh, kinds of food to the ground this. for very brief right. amounts of time and for longer periods of time. And they determined it doesn't matter how long it's been in contact mm. with that surface. It will take the bacteria off of that surface. Mm. So if you drop the M&M, Five seconds, 30 seconds, it's still going to oh. pick up whatever bacteria was there. You're listening to The Bridge. I want to tell you a story. It's a story sure. with another story attached to it. Firstly, I was in a taxi in Beijing about five years ago, mm -hmm. and I saw an elderly lady with a baby. Mm. So I'm assuming it's her grand grandchild. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. And she put the baby on the ground, on the sidewalk, face down. <laughs> Why? Not, she didn't like rub her the face into the ground, but she oh, wanted yeah. the, she could tell she was trying to get the baby dirty Why? from the ground. And I thought, that well, that's very strange. So I brought this up with, in another conversation conversation with some mm. people from Zambia and South Africa. And I was telling them, oh my gosh, I saw this older lady put a baby on the ground. And they were like, yeah, we do that too in my country. We're trying immune. to make the baby mm. like Im immune to new bacteria and things. We want them to develop a, a stronger immune system. And I thought, wow, this is peculiar. I haven't heard of this at all, but I guess this is something that's practiced by different families around the world who think that germs are a healthy way to introduce young people well. to what they're going to encounter in their life anyway. Small doses, right? Mm. Yeah, and I sometimes 
you know, do that a little bit just because my husband is kind of a paranoid uh, when it comes you to bacteria. Dirty food into his food. <laughs> uh, no, 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 not into his. I, oh, okay. I, I don't bother. But for our daughter, once in a while, mm. like this morning, mm. I wiped her mouth with a rag on purpose. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like the clean one was just on the right side. The dirty one was on the left side. But like I was like mentally a subconscious on the subconscious level. It's like you know her father's keeping her way too clean. Mm. Here's a little bit of a dirty rag. <laughs> now lick it if you want. But anyhow, so um, you, you forgot to mention go, something. Go ahead, please. No, when you pick up something, five second or ten second, don't forget to blow on oh, it. Oh, okay. So that, I think that's a more of a Chinese thing. <laughs> oh, or maybe really? it's a Bebe thing. Wait, you don't blow on them when you pick something no, up? No, just don't make sure no one's looking and then pop it in your mouth really fast. <laughs> no, you have to blow on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, that's the magic. That, yeah, I, that <laughs> feels like you're blowing on it for good luck. This M&M no, no, now no. has good luck. <laughs> you contaminate it with your own germs oh, to I make see. things better. Then our germs are already in battle with those germs when it goes into your body. You're okay, so, more likely to win. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm, uh, you know, feeding my daughter, mm. well, not anymore, but in the past, mm -hmm. you know how like when it's too hot, you blow on it, right? Mm, yeah. So like in my mind, I will be thinking here, some healthy doses of germs from mommy <laughs> in my breath. Well, I think that's how um, nursing actually works if, uh, if both of you are exposed to a virus and you continue to nurse your baby mm. then the baby will get the antibodies that your right. immune system which is more sophisticated than theirs can pass along right so no speaking of breastfeeding you're not supposed to make things too clean you know mm. like a little bit of dirty things is it's really okay for the baby <laughs> but i think people are getting a little crazy nowadays like paranoid basically mm. uh because we know so much more now we can see the bacteria and that make mm -hmm. people nervous and there are all kinds of devices to kill everything you know yeah yeah um, those those purple lights that they put into kindergartens in uh, china purple, now blue, yeah oh, it's like an ultraviolet light and then at night when all the kids and the teachers go home mm. they throw on these lights and it oh, buzzes right. for like about 10 minutes and it's supposed to kill all of the surface bacteria on anything Jeez. so that when the kids come back the next day the theoretically the room is contamination free so the thing is you know short-term versus long-term benefit Mm. Right. If it, in the short term, they will not get sick as much. But in the long term, they might not be as strong as before. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much to talk about. Where shall we start? Because, as I mentioned, my husband is kind of, you know, paranoid, not like crazy. Maybe he's just a clean person and not paranoid. Well, the thing is, he <laughs> might be just an average, normal, modern man. No, <laughs> I, I'm in my 40s. I've uh, mm -hmm. met a lot of people. He's over the middle medium part. Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> like um, like recently, uh, he got a. a new device mm -hmm. to kill i think what do you call them mite m-i-t-e yeah, like dust mites dust mites yes yeah, so yeah. plural right and in chinese it's called manchong mm. and nowadays people hear about it manchong. all the time and my guess is people are you know manufacturers are trying to sell things yeah. so there are soap right to kill mites mm. and there are vacuum cleaners designed especially for sucking those things up mm. from your bed mm. and they're all kind of washing things and you name it just to kill them mm. no i i feel like i probably have have been living with them peacefully we've coexisted for what for over 40 years now and all of a sudden it's a it's a problem and for my husband it's uh it's a huge problem because mm. i don't think he literally feels them physically 
Oh, he, he says he, he does. claims he feels the dust mites eating his skin and stuff. Uh, let's not be so descriptive because I think he might just <laughs> freak out. But he, you know, he says, "Oh gosh, I feel an itch. It must be the dust mites and in the bed." And then, so he like he said, "We have to uh, wash our sheets every mm-hmm. week, change them every week, mm-hmm. wash them, and then like uh, you have to heat, put them in the dryer." Mm-hmm. We have this newer washing machine. It mm-hmm. combines washing and heating or drying. Mm-hmm. So he's like. When he sees that it's been, it's like roasting in the washing machine, he feels happier, you know? So I think, <laughs> I think he's, it's more like a psychological thing for him. Mm-hmm. And now he, you know, he's, he's so happy. He discovered this new heating blanket. Mm. Now, you know about electrical blankets, yeah, right? Yeah, my wife uses one in the coldest part of the winter. Right. I, I love them. I think they're really smart. Mm. But the thing with the electrical ones is that they get a little bit dry, you know, mm-hmm. and static because it's like dry. It's already started. My cat's hair is standing on end when i try to pat it <laughs> like bzzz. it's just so dry Anyhow, now in beijing but the my my husband will use that to kill uh the dust mites it, like mm. in bed sheets and uh, in the mattress because for him that's just a breeding ground for like all kinds of bacteria mm. and now he discovered this water heating blanket mm-hmm. have you heard of them water heating i've heard of water beds but not water heating blankets no yeah not water but but it's like a thin blanket just like the electrical blanket mm-hmm. but not made of electrical wires instead of electrical wires they have like a water tube all over the blanket Mm -hmm. think of like floor heating it's filled with the water tubes filled with water and it heats up like a canal what could go wrong with having a blanket covered in water that's being electronically heated (laughs) up (laughs) let let me well at least no matter what it killed the mites (laughs) yeah it might be yeah okay Okay. yeah that's true i have an image (laughs) i'm sorry it's a terrible idea i'm trying it feels it feels very safe okay (laughs) it's just like a machine that heats up water like your water heater Yeah. And you can set the degrees. So during the night, it's on like 29 Celsius degrees Celsius. So it's very, you know. Wow, that's warm. It's, it's comfortable, actually. I was sweating at really? the temperature. Really? Well, I mean, for us, it's okay. But then during the mm. day, my husband was set it at 60 degrees Celsius. What? Just, just <laughs> oh, to, to toast. To- roast and kill those mites wow. in bed wow. yes and so i was like why not set it on a hundred and he's like oh 60 is fine it'll kill them all <laughs> <laughs> i looked it up <laughs> yeah oh gosh yes if you talk to him about this he'll lecture you for like two hours oh gosh at least so don't mention any of this to him <laughs> mm. but i'm just saying you know he will go to like if someday we go hiking i'll say i think there's a lot of bugs in the rocks here <laughs> don't touch anything <laughs> he'll pull out some like electrical I don't know equipment and you know he's okay Disinfect with things the mountain. <laughs> exactly oh, spray 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 <laughs> i can totally see that <laughs> but he is okay with things that he can see mm. but he's paranoid about things that he can't see mm. i th- he thinks those are the most vicious things on, on the planet mm. yeah anyhow <laughs> wow, that is some story. I'm actually uh, more okay with bugs. I think a lot of people, because of the recent COVID pandemic, are more careful now than before mm. about bugs and bacteria. Right. But I'm triple vaccine, so I'm not really concerned. So I still, you know. Do you still wash your hands? I'm clean enough. Actually, I wanted to talk about that. I recently started, you know, I, I bought a pipa and I started practicing. Huh, a what? A pipa, P-I-P-A. It comes from the... The fruit or the instrument? The instrument. It comes from this tan tiao, which means the stroke.
strokes back and forth with your thumb and finger, index oh. finger is actually another term for that is pipa to pipa. So mm. the pipa, which is this upright guitar-like instrument with four strings, mm. uh, it turns out it's nothing like a guitar. <laughs> I'm getting off point here, but you have to have long nails on your right hand in order to play. So people tape these fake nails to their fingers before they play, Mm. which is very Mm -hmm. inconvenient. And I need a lot of tape to do it every time. And so I've actually taken to just growing the fingernails on my right hand out naturally. So I don't have to wear eventually these uh, plastic fingernails. So Jason, Mm -hmm. you have long nails now just on two of, wait, you need it on five fingers? Five fingers. But, (gasps) but. But they're not yet ladylike, but they will be. Right now, they look like a man who really needs to clip his fingernails, especially because the other hand is completely trimmed. Oh my gosh. But anyways, I'm concerned because as a man, I've never had long fingernails before. Mm. And now I have to clean my fingers in a way I guess that's new. I've been rubbing my nails back and forth through the soap. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The the best way to do this, a better way, it's Mm. either you wash your hair, that cleans out everything under your nails. (laughs) And also, or just, you know, wash your own underwear every day. Seriously, (laughs) it's a really good way of getting your nails clean especially i don't think i'm gonna do that when, or, or <laughs> you get a, like a brush you know a, a clean toothbrush or a dirty one if you want oh I and see. use it to to brush your nails well, so far it doesn't seem that bad they're still white and stuff i'm just just imagining i'm going out and a <laughs> day in the stuff. park i'm gonna come back and they're gonna be all gunked up like i'm a little boy or something yeah but i don't think that's the thing that you know people would notice whether or not they're dirty is that they're so yeah, long people are gonna be like what's wrong with this guy <laughs> Like, no, and he's like half of him is wrong, <laughs> and, and that makes it even wronger yeah. because either you grow them out on both hands, or just forgot or to do the other hand. Okay, I'm okay. Sh- I'm sure you've explained this to your wife, right? Mm. Yeah, that yeah, she you knows. wouldn't think you forgot about the other hand. She actually thinks I'm being silly, and that I should just <laughs> tape the artificial fingernails onto my hand. But I'm thinking, right. you know, 500 years ago when pipas existed in China, they didn't have plastic and tape; they had fingernails. <laughs> so that's how it's supposed to be played. All right, and you know that 500 years ago, most likely it's like women playing these dancers. Yeah, I've seen all the pictures I've seen of people who and play you the do pipa. that. Well, you like belly dance. So you can work on that part too. What? Have you <laughs> have you watched? No, no, it's such a heavy thing. Have you picked up a pipa? It yeah. weighs like what a table weighs. Yeah. It's the it's the weight of like three guitars. Mm-hmm. So when it's sitting there, and actually another thing I'm getting used to, we're off point here, is I have to push my knees together really tight to mm-hmm. when I put the pipa on. Hold it. To hold that's the mm. position you're supposed to have it in, in your lap, upright right. with your knees together. And as a, a guy, I've never actually practiced having my knees together. Mm. like my whole life so i'm actually building new leg muscles from having to hold my knees together for like an hour okay i have never heard of these like quote-unquote consequences from playing the (laughs) peepaw like (laughs) either like first question is how do i take care of my nails and the second is how do i keep my knees together (laughs) these are such weird things but anyhow so that was about your nails Mm. um can we come back to that man a little bit i do want to talk about a similar man oh okay where my mom lives now is a town called called 
Oakdale, and there used to be a homeless man who would walk back and forth between a town called Escalon hmm. and, it's, and a place called Knight's Ferry. And Oakdale was in the middle of this uh, walk that he would do. And he had a long, you know, almost uh, hmm. like raggedy beard. And he would he also never bathed or showered. And so he would stop by, actually. He was famous in the town. Everyone mm-hmm. knew him. Not personally, but they knew of him. And people would even smile and wave. Mm-hmm. And he was a harmless, homeless guy who would just like, you know, some food from locals. And he would mostly just sleep out on the in the forest and in the parks and things. Mm-hmm. And Because he, he didn't want to be rehabilitated. People had offered to help him. But mm-hmm. he didn't want to live a life like the rest of us. So mm-hmm. in a way, he reminds me a lot of this guy from this story. Mm-hmm. And um, so how is he now? He's He looks okay? Healthy? He, this was uh, 15, 20 years ago. I believe he's passed now. Okay. Well, yeah. well, he lived the way he wanted to, which was yes. rather brave. And this man, the uh, the Iranian hermit mm-hmm. that we talked about, mm-hmm. uh, who's termed world's dirtiest man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was quite something. Now, besides not re- like refusing to take a bath for over 60 years, mm-hmm. the diet that he kept was really, that was like beyond me. Mm. Um, he said the Tehran Times reported that, I think his name is Haji, would eat rolled kill mm. and uh, not fresh ones either. Like he likes oh, them gosh. after they've been aged for a bit. Oh. And in one of the articles I thought, uh, in one of the articles I read, I think his favorite was, um, Roquel was, what What was it? Porcupine? Like spiky things? Wow. What do you call them? Yeah, that's a porcupine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it has to be aged, you know, for, for a while. Y- you know that aged meat, actually, I heard that it's uh, easier to digest. Oh. Like, like you know, um, todofu. <laughs> oh, oh like gosh. <laughs> fermented tofu. I thought you were going to give me an example of something that I would eat, but I've never even tried chodofu. The smell of it is so off-putting that I've never even sampled. I know. The smell is for mm. offensive, but that kind of tofu, they say it's actually better for you to observe the nutrient from it from just like you know fresh i don't need that many nutrients (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you very much (laughs) yeah but um anyhow i I think there is uh at least a little bit of truth to his way of living i mean he made it to 94 well he did manage into 94 yeah so he was able to develop the an immune system capable of fighting off all of the bacteria he was consuming yeah in a way he was like one of the strongest men right Mm. uh on the planet and so when i mentioned i tried to interview my husband because when i saw this i was like ah i gotta take this to my husband right because mm. he's like on the opposite mm. pole and when he uh heard of it read it he gave me this long sigh which meant i really don't feel like talking to idiots right now <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was asking wow. for his opinion you know what do you think about this <laughs> well i think we should this is an interesting question can't you know it because we neither of us are a medical mm. professional as people can tell <laughs> you're listening to the bridge i've got some other data here this is from the un unicef Hmm. about hygiene and they think it's really important to increase hygiene and they have programs throughout the world to teach people hygiene Hmm. and so it's really interesting like is it prolonging people's lives or not (laughs) 
so some of the hygiene behaviors that they uh, try to teach in communities and provide resources for are mm. hand washing, especially with schools, uh, providing hygiene kits for, you know, ladies, obviously, for their menstruation and engaging with partners in private sector and strengthening hygiene uh, in communities. There must be a reason that they're doing it. It can't just be like, we don't like that their hands are dirty. Maybe people in some parts of the world are contracting diseases that are killing them or hurting them. And that is causing, you know, mortality to go up. And maybe that's the reason that these people, they're, they're promoting these sanitation practices globally. That's why they're not doing this, let's say, in Beijing or uh, like where you live in the, in lived mm. in the States, right? It's maybe at wherever they are, the sanitation mm. projects were not in place to offer them clean water. Mm. But, you know, after I uh, asked, tried to interview my husband for his opinion, yeah. he was like, after that long sigh, he was like, just look at the data, okay? How long people used to live, average uh, age, life expectancy, mm. you know, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 20 years ago and now. And look at the different countries. You know, who has the highest life expectancy? Mm -hmm. Japan, maybe Switzerland. Um, like these places are all, all really, really clean and people have good habits. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm just thinking now maybe, especially in China, sometimes people are taking it over the limit, you know, spraying everything with yeah. alcohol and uh, wiping everything. Yeah, yeah. Like you worked in kindergarten before. And um, one thing mm -hmm. that young moms are very, very anxious about is kids getting sick mm -hmm. and just just touching things yeah. and catching things. I remember taking my yeah. daughter to this, um, it was like a activity center for young babies, mm -hmm. a few months old, maybe one or two. And I saw moms literally spraying everything mm -hmm. with this bottle of um, disinfectant just made for babies, supposedly mm -hmm. safe ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, like after their babies touched one thing, they'll pick it up and spray it. Or like after they touch something, they'll spray their hand. Like they are paranoid almost mm. and i sit there wondering you know is it a good thing or a bad thing mm. you know is it good for them in the long term or not or maybe these companies are just trying to sell anxiety so yeah. that they can sell their products maybe. yeah i mean like i grew up just i think in a normal way right i played with um in the dirt you know, uh, yeah. outside all the time. You wash your hands after you get home. You wash your hands before mm -hmm. you eat. And, and your face and basics. And I think that's good enough. You know, we have I to... Thought, that's what I do now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, am I doing... I'm not doing it right. right. But <laughs> I need all... My wife is actually like the person you're describing. I guess mm. more like your husband, but not as extreme. She has those like little disposable bottles of like hand sanitizer. Right. And if she touches the taxi door even, she's like, okay, it's time to sanitize my hands. <laughs> well, it, it's... I think that's, you know, the past few mm. years, the pandemic has, you know, literally driven people crazy in some ways. I mean, she's triple vaxxed. If she gets covid she's probably just gonna have like a cold and be okay yeah cold yeah yeah and also um what's our definition of being clean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like um for example Not covered in dirt <laughs> but the thing is that's what i'm talking about dirt is dirt dirty that's an interesting question <laughs> nowadays the word dirty the word dirty has new definitions mm. because like my grandma even my husband probably wouldn't think of dirt as dirty or like ashes mm. you know like you sometimes you burn fire their ashes they're not dirty even though yeah. they look dirty yeah and uh in they're the, very sanitary exactly and in the countryside yeah. if you drop food on the ground i think they'll just eat it pick it up pat it <laughs> yeah. yeah no and blow on it <laughs> sure. um and then eat it hmm. because um there are things in it but they're not 
toxic. But nowadays, other things, you know, maybe the dirt in cities mm -hmm. or in areas where they use a lot of pesticides mm -hmm. or other chemicals. Mm -hmm. Now, that's another question. Yeah. So in many ways, the, the dirt or uh, things we f touch and feel nowadays, even grass, they might not be dirty in the old mm -hmm. sense, but they're dirty in a new sense, like chemically dirty. Yeah. Even water might be contaminated. So yeah, if you buy an apple, you should probably wipe it before you eat it because it might have pesticides on I it. I think wiping is not enough anymore. Anymore. Mm. No, I remember once my listener, me, I was talking something similar about this, and he wrote in the comment that just peel off everything. <laughs> that's his um, that's his way of dealing with this. You know, cucumbers and whatever. I guess I'm I'm a little more like yes, there are pesticides in it, but also just like you are about germs, about like things being it's okay for things to be a little dirty. I feel the same way about building pesticides. a tolerance. I'm like gonna die someday if I die like a year earlier because there were too many pesticides on the outside of my apple. <laughs> hey, you know, that's not gonna, you know, change much. Right. So yeah, you know, just wash it or wipe it clean. Yeah. So I guess definitions of clean or dirty is also changing. Mm. And mm. there is a psychological part to it. You know, we all think we're being scientific. Me wiping my daughter's mouth with a rag on purpose <laughs> and my husband actually making a lot of rules about, you know, that she has to follow to stay mm. clean. What, what are some of um, these rules? I mean, just the excessive I ones. think it was a few weeks ago. He made her write down 22 rules about cleanliness or being neat and clean. And the title is mm. being clean. I can do this. <laughs> now I'm doing a translation. This is all in Chinese. Wow. Now, I understand why he did that, because, you know, she she just turned eight, but she still has some bad habits. Like she would still wipe her nose on her sleeve because I think she's forgetful when it comes mm -hmm, to this. Mm -hmm. You know, her mind is on other things, other fun things. Mm. That So she's just she's not mindful, not that she's dirty. Mm. And we still have to remind her to wash her hands, not just mm -hmm, wet mm -hmm, her hands, you know, but wash them with soap. So she's like, number one, do not pick your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't touch your fingers. Don't like fingers. Do not touch your mouth or, you know, your tongue and don't lick your fingers. I do that sometimes. So maybe she's on. <laughs> <laughs> use tissue and don't like rub your eyes especially not with like dirty fingers if your eyes are itchy just you know kind of rub on them lightly instead of poking your finger inside and do not crawl on the floor <laughs> do not touch the floor with your hands or dirty things on your clothes <laughs> and do not pick her nose <laughs> and literally he wow. said do not stick your what do you call it booger <laughs> anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're reminding me what it's like Not to be a little, little boys. boy. <laughs> Let me tell you, little girls are like that, too. Especially, like, in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. Like, the uh, middle, mm. like, the last two years of kindergarten. You, you will notice this trend. Mm. It's, like, trendy for these kids to pick their nose. Mm. And then, like, stick those things everywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. A trend, yeah, even. It didn't oh, really no. start in the first year of kindergarten. But then all of a sudden, all these four-year-olds started picking their nose and just whenever they have a free minute. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to have children, no, baby. This is just one of the things you have to deal with. You know they eat it, too, oh, right? Gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. They are, they are curious, right? <laughs> and also things like, you know, um, always change your underclothing. Do not play with dirty water. Don't ever wear other people's clothes. Mm. Don't touch other people's cups and forks and things like that. Mm. They're like mm. 20, 22 of Some these. of these sound pretty reasonable. Dirty water could potentially be lethal. Right. Depending on how, why it's dirty, you know. Right. And also, don't open doors with your hands. What? <laughs> 
Well, how are you supposed to open doors? You open doors with your elbow. This is oh. number 17, okay? Wow. And uh, what do you call it? Press the buttons in elevators with your elbow or with a piece of paper. <laughs> you know, they have that here in my building. They have right. tissue next to the elevator and a little, like, Box. trash bin. Yes. So that you could, like, push it. I don't. I just push the button. I know. Come on. <laughs> and, but, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes a lot of it is psychological. Yeah, it's excessive. It sounds like... Like a little well i mean she's definitely going to be germ free it's like you, the, did you there's a movie with john uh-huh. travolta called Bu- bubble, boy. bubble boy it reminds me well, of that it's a 1970s movie where john travolta is a young man who can't leave a bubble because he has no immune system oh poor thing mm. okay how did he survive i have not watched that movie I, th- I think at the end of the movie if i'm remembering correctly he just leaves the bubble and gets on a horse and rides off into the sunset is that a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not sure what the context is but he falls in love with a girl who lives outside of the bubble Ah. and he's becoming of age and so is she and they fall in love with each other but he's trapped inside this bubble and so eventually he just leaves the bubble darn it that's it (laughs) i'm getting out (laughs) for love i'm leaving yeah Yeah. but the good thing is she's not really following any of these so um (laughs) maybe maybe dad doesn't see it that way like well just i think it was just yesterday with yeah maybe just yesterday after she got back from school Mm. the first thing he asked him he he asked her to do was to recite the whole thing oh my goodness (laughs) So it's one of those cases where they will memorize it, but they won't do it. So, I mean, like, we try to remind him. It it gets a little frustrating. And one of the things is, like, do not lick anything. (laughs) This also kind of reminds me of something Chinese young people are are asked to do more than American young people is memorize script. Because, like, in in Chinese, you know, when you're youths, you guys memorize a lot of ancient Chinese poems. Mm. Morris, friend of the show, he has a son who is maybe about 10 now. But when I knew him, he was around 8. He could recite all of these ancient Chinese poems. Mm. And I was like, wow, in America, we would not have to memorize like a whole bunch of ancient poetry. Right. So this is but, very like that you would just read Shakespeare. You wouldn't have to memorize Shakespeare. Yeah. But, you know, it's not that hard for kids, though. Mm. And they can memorize things so, so easily compared to, to us. For me, it would take a lot of work and it wouldn't work. But for them, it's just, you know, they listen to it a few times and they, you remind them a few days later and they'll just remember mm. it. Yeah. But anyhow, I do have a question mm-hmm. regarding personal hygiene. Sure. Now, in the U.S., I noticed that especially when we were in school, how people would just sit mm-hmm. anywhere. You know, have you noticed? Like, they'll just sit in the hallway. Yeah. Um, they'll sit outside mm-hmm. on the sidewalk. Yeah. And uh, what, well, what's that all about? I, Here, I do it. I guess. My, I get in trouble with my wife for doing that. But in China, I, uh, there's so many more people. Four times the population. Mm. Four times the germs, Jason. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Well, I mean, you... I used to get in trouble sometimes. For example, like in the grocery store, I, I would get really anxious and tired as a young person, like, you know, seven, eight years old. Mm. I would sit on the ground in the grocery store. And my mom would say, get off of the floor. And so uh, like, your mom is very gentle. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's places, I think it's more like among young people. So when you're between the ages mm. of like, I don't know, five and 25, a lot of young people mm. will just sit anywhere. I think as people in America get older, it tends to happen less often. I think I read it somewhere, but like in girls' bathrooms, sometimes you'll see like lip print lipstick prints on the mirror you know girls will put on makeup and sometimes they feel so good about their looks they'll just kiss the mirror Mm. and some girls say after i saw our janitor wiping the mirror with a mop washed in the toilet (laughs) i never did that again (laughs) oh no that's terrible that's probably how they clean it right i mean there are these um 
slides in our neighborhood. There is one close to where I live, and there is also a pond nearby. And the other day, I saw the, uh, uh, you know, she's a mm -hmm. sanitation worker yeah. in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, she was washing the mop in the pond, which is not particularly clean. <laughs> and then she used it to wipe the slides mm. so so that you wash off the dirt. So the dirt, you don't see dirty footprints on them. Yeah. But there are other unseen things. So it's probably even dirtier. This actually this surprised me because in the U.S. they usually use bleach or some sort of cleaning ah. fluid to clean the floor. And after you finish cleaning the floors, you can smell whatever chemical or maybe it smells like yeah, lemons like or something. When I first came to both South Korea and China, I was surprised that they would just use like hot water to clean the mop and then just mop. And I was like, right. where's where's the cleaning fluid? And they, it was just more like cleaning. But in America, it's more disinfecting, like even like mm. a restaurant or like anything. It would be cleaned with some kind of chemical, mm -hmm. which, you know, is bad for the environment long term right. because it all all goes into the water. And it burns your nostrils. I don't, I really do not like that smell. Mm. And I remember one time my husband's, uh, one of his sisters, and that's after the pandemic. So when she came over to our place, she started wiping everything mm. with those um, literally like bleach. And it would, the smell was overwhelming. Mm. And I was like, actually, sis, like the, the floor is not that dirty. You know, we're not really eating off the floor here. <laughs> she was like, kill everything, kill everything. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's like wiping the whole place with that thing. I mean, I understand washing our, our hands and dishes. And my husband got mm -hmm. this, um, like a sanitizer, even more severe than that for our dishes mm -hmm. and chopsticks. Because in the past, we just washed them mm -hmm. and, you know, sit them there to dry, which is natural. And then he was like, this is not enough. It's not killing off anything. So he got this, um, this machine and lights will mm. go on. And they're like two compartments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had those in different apartments. On the upper yeah. floor, they're they, all these. Um, you've had those? Yeah, they probably have this in, have them in restaurants. I think actually, no, no, no. Increasingly, lots of brand new apartments in across China have, because mm. my wife and I move around a lot. This is the last like three mm. or four apartments we went to all had this installed. So in the United States, they have um. a washing machine. But in China, they mm. have a machine now. It's very, very popular, what you're talking about. First, you wash your mm. dishes. Then you put them in this... Mm like an electrical machine that disinfects mm -hmm. using like, I don't know, light or something. And you put it in there, right. in there for like 30 minutes or an hour and it disinfects everything. Yeah. So the one we have, it has two, it's like a mini fridge mm. on the top layer, like a compartment. You can, I think they use some sort of lighting mm -hmm. to kill things off, but it comes with a smell. So I, we do not like it. And then at the bottom is one where they just use heating. Mm. So everything gets really hot. Mm. Basically mm. it just, cooks everything until they die um and the good thing about the, the war the, on the bacteria oh yeah i know i i was <laughs> like oh i really feel like this is you know taking the opportunity for our immunity system to become stronger mm. um but it kind of uh, dries everything up mm. so now i just consider a dryer that's why i have to i think i'm a mix between you and your husband i'm like in the I'm, middle i'm actually i feel like i'm in the middle too but maybe because i have to do certain things to uh, balance things off like because my husband as as um paranoid as he is he actually has a really weak stomach that's why i don't believe in a lot of this but weak stomach via zoe like what spicy food or um like you mean he gets sick he's easily. very sensitive to anything that's not perfectly clean like if mm -hmm. something has been sitting there for like a few hours and he eats it he might just 
end up in the hospital. Yeah, I know what you mean. Can, can I tell you sure, a story? Sure, please. I have a friend named Tom, and Tom is from England. And when we we both moved to China together, hmm. and we both have two different stories for the first year of our we we lived here almost exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. He arrived like a week after me, and I got you know stomach issues like diarrhea, etc., like several times in a row for the first year that I was in China. And he got it once and stopped. Hmm. And and we real we were comparing notes, and he did, never went to the doctor. He just got over it. Mm-hmm. I went to the doctor. They gave my antibiotics. Oh. A m- month or two later, I was sick again. Mm. They gave me antibiotics. Mm. And so what was happening is I wasn't developing the immunity and he had. Mm. So basically, Tom told me what he did and I changed. And the next time I got sick, I just let myself get over it. Oh. And then I stopped getting sick. Right. So like I, it kind of goes along with the philosophy that you're selling today in that mm. sometimes people just need to let their body figure it out. Right. They. I think that's how it works. But of course, don't overdo it. Right. Mm. Um, but my husband, he said he got the weak, weak uh, digestive system because he once drank really cold Coke after some sports, like after soccer, playing soccer. And then, you know, he was like, he went to, into like uh, the hospital right away mm. because of a uh, certain, I don't know, like uh, shock to his intestines. And ever, ever since then, you know, his whole system has been on recovery mm. for the past 30 years. <laughs> So, mm. but I'm just saying, you know, with all of these things that he does, all this attention, all the attention he pays to being clean, it really has not made him any stronger in this way. Mm. And I rarely get sick from eating, quote unquote, dirty things. But is he following his doctor's advice? I don't think so. I mean, what? I don't think he got any advice from doctors. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes um, he's just like sensitive because he, he himself has said, if I just drink from the toilet once, I think my problem oh, will gosh. be fixed. <laughs> Oh, no. So I think it's like his... Please, <laughs> listeners of the bridge, we do not endorse drinking out of your toilets. <laughs> so I think subconsciously he knows that he's uh, he's not giving his system the chance to, to grow this way. Like he's, um, mm. he's always talking about the groups of bacteria, the balance of bacteria in his tummy, in his stomach. Mm. I'm like, mm. yeah, they're, they're not getting the exercise they need. <laughs> so yeah, there's like this silent debate going on, but we just, I just do things, you know, uh, behind his back. So to speak. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that's the way marriage goes. Mm. There's always going to be p- different ideas because you're different people. Mm. So when when I see like my daughter's dirty nails, um, mm. I mean, I want her to wash it, but I'm also happy that he's she's getting some dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not living mm-hmm. in a bubble. I, I don't want her to live in a bubble. Yeah, yeah because I- we live in the city. It's already pretty clean, yeah. um, especially, you know, these past few years. You're listening to The Bridge. You know, I, in anticipation of our discussion, I looked up a couple of historical uh, ways that they did hygiene in Western Europe. Mm. So this is European. This is Western Civ. Teeth were cleaned with twigs and mallows. I don't even know what a mallow. What's I don't know mallows? what that is. I, I have no idea. Huh. But it says there's a huge stereotype that they had rotting teeth, but they actually took care of their teeth. Mm. People used twigs and hazel wrapped in cloth as toothpicks and floss, and they cleaned their teeth by chewing on the mallow plant. They also chewed mint leaves, fennel and anise seeds oh, and mouthwash right. made of water and vinegar was used as antiseptic. So they did have reasonably clean teeth, not like have shiny white teeth or whatever. Mm. But, you know, they didn't have like black teeth like a lot of the movies make them out. People mm-hmm. did have ways of cleaning themselves. Another thing that I thought was really shocking, and this ruins my whole dream as a child, because what? when I was a little boy, and I think a lot of Western kids, they, they think about moats around castles. You think, oh, that's cool. You could put alligators in there. Mm. 
Mm. No, you can't because they were filled with human waste. Wow. Because apparently castle moats were filled with disgust. Literally, it's described as disgusting water that was filled with the excrement of the people living inside the castle. Oh, was that like a draining place or? It was essentially their. Oh, and also it has the effect of uh, repelling enemies. And (laughs) repelling everyone inside the castle. (laughs) That's true. That's the price you pay for. Uh, But that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. Hmm. That's why everyone liked going riding on the horse. They needed to get away. Yeah, well, you know, as uh, unclean as I sometimes try to be, I like our plumbing Mm. systems. I like our toilets. (laughs) Hey, speaking of toilets, Mm -hmm. what do you think about the squatting toilets here in China? They're disappearing, though. You know, if I was a if I was a skinnier man. okay, so people in America, if you don't know about this in in China, they have porcelain toilets also. But instead of Hmm. like baby said, it's changing. A tub. They are in the floor. They're like almost level with the floor and you squat down to do your business. Yeah, just like a little tub. But now they're going away increasingly. This is what I experience as a man. I don't go into women's restrooms, baby, so I don't know. But if I go into the mall in Beijing (laughs) or Wuhan or wherever, there'll be one Chinese toilet, one Western toilet, one Chinese toilet, one so, Mm. and they'll have the picture of the toilet type on the front of the door so you can choose which you prefer. Mm -hmm. So it's not always like, oh no, I don't don't like doing it this way. Mm -hmm. It's like, just choose which way you want to do it. Right. And uh, some people even choose to squat on regular Western toilets. <laughs> you know, there are signs that say <laughs> don't do that. They have pictures of people squatting, standing on the toilet, <laughs> say- and it like slashed through it. <laughs> Wait, was that confusing for you the first time you saw this? Well, I tried it. Like, what? What is I it trying to it, say? <laughs> honestly, I'm too heavy, and it hurts my knees to get in that squat position. I think oh. a lot of Chinese people I meet have, are a lot lighter than I am by ten or twenty kilograms, and so squatting down on their knees like that is not uncomfortable but for me it puts a lot of pressure on my knees and also i think i've read like discussion about this um chinese people they are like we get used to squatting Mm -hmm. this word doesn't sound very pretty (laughs) nor is the posture but still you know what i mean (laughs) so like we get used to it ever since we were kids Mm -hmm. um but western a lot of people in the west they don't get a chance to use this body position and i don't know if you've ever talked about this or did survey regarding this you would notice that like for chinese most Chinese people, when they go to malls or restaurants, mm-hmm. they would and they go to the toilet bathroom. They will look for the squatting toilets mm. instead of the sitting Western toilets mm-hmm. in public. And the reason is they don't want to touch uh, things that other people's butts have touched. <laughs> so I don't know if um, you guys feel like it, but thinking that somebody else just sat there, somebody you don't know on the same toilet mm-hmm. uh, makes us, it grosses us out. In, in the so, West, we have paper covers that, that are like wax paper. Yeah. That you put to cover the uh, areas. Yeah, we have that in some of the like nicer places too, like hotels and stuff. Mm. Normally, if I can't find a squatting toilet, mm-hmm. I'll just put toilet paper, you know, on the cover. Mm-hmm. And also, I sometimes I, um, you know, we don't want to waste too much paper in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, the benefits of using squatting toilet is that you don't get to touch anything. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, if you don't make too big of a splash, nothing will end up on you. Well, two, thi- you know? two things that I think that are really interesting about this topic is that that firstly, I've seen documentaries produced by scientists that say that humans should actually not for not I'm not 
not talking about defecation now. I'm not talking about using the restroom. Mm. Like, for example, Chinese folks sometimes, or people in India, other part countries, they'll just hang around outside in the squatting position. <laughs> they will. They'll just be like, hey, uh, okay, let's all squat together and talk. And, you know, that's not something Western folks do. But actually, it's apparently hey. really healthy for your body to do that. It's my, actually, one of my aunts, you know, sometimes she would um, eat like that. And I was mm. like, here is a chair. Why don't you, you know, sit here? <laughs> sit. She's like, it's just so comfortable. <laughs> for some reason i mean you guys can try it i mean i'm jealous i'm jealous i want to lose like 20 kilograms and then be able to get into this position and hang out because you know for the first few seconds i'm like ooh, this is comfortable and then my weight is like "Uh oh this is not comfortable anymore and then a minute later it's like how do i get up (laughs) yeah yeah i'll I'll just fall on my side and then straighten out (laughs) well that that is a way yeah but i mean squatting the position is not it doesn't look very good you know and especially if you squat with both feet touching the floor they're different squatting positions mm. you know there's one type where you kind of lift the heels of one foot mm-hmm. and it doesn't look as uh, terrible there's yeah. a certain elegance to it um mm-hmm. but most of them like you see squatting in the park chatting they are probably just squat- squatting the chinese way yeah Again, there's one more thing about the restroom itself is that a lot of this really interesting late at night mm-hmm. in America, sometimes you will see the this an advertisement for this thing that you buy, which essentially when you're sitting on a Western sitting toilet, toilet? you put your feet mm. up on these uh, devices to make you like in a squatting ish position. Oh. So it's really interesting. They, they have an elevated toilet, but to compensate for it, <gasps> then they get elevated feet, too. <laughs> what a great way for selling things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> More things. I'm imagining maybe they're a little bit like um, the the step stools, stepping stools for kids, mm. you know, because mm. kids are too short for the sink when they were yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, they have a, t- yeah. a special tiny toilet. Kind too. of lift up your feet a little bit. Mm. I can imagine that. Yeah. I do want to mm. mention one thing. Um, it's the last thing I want to mention that comes from data. And this is that there is a global hygiene summit. It's the first of its kind ever. It's going to happen in 2023 in Singapore. So there is going to be a at the Reckitt Global Hygiene Institute, hmm. a not-for-profit foundation that was established in 2020, a multi-year hygiene summit beginning in 2023 in Singapore. I wonder what that place will be like. Like, is it filled with, I don't know, spraying machines that sprays everything and lights that kills everything? Like, <laughs> well, well, isn't the world clean enough? Like, at least in most modern parts. Hmm. I mean, for me personally, things are kind of like, Uh, over the edge a bit well you know i was actually thinking Mm -hmm. with your mind for a moment i borrowed it i'm sorry here Mm -hmm. you can have it back and i was thinking that if i was in industry where i sold some sort of antiseptic or something Mm. this summit would be the perfect opportunity to hijack their intentions to help produce get people behind my product Mm, scare them so they buy things you need this new device that cleans your nose if you don't have it everyone will be sick oh and also that the like the salty the salty water for cleaning your nose you know about that right i do not oh that you know about nose cleaners my wife twice a year or so puts this black goo all over my nose and rips it off suddenly oh that's for the external like skin uh, pores yeah but there's another kind that actually wash uh, your nose internally for people who has who suffer from like sinuses no, and things I, I don't, there's like never heard yeah it's basically just salty water to cleanse your nostrils mm, in a way mm. yeah but anyhow i'm digressing you know i want to make a really interesting point one thing that you and i like to talk about is that the, in the environment we talk about mm-hmm. solar panels and energy green energy hydropower all this stuff you know Mm. this is an interesting topic to discuss all of the 
chemicals we're putting into the water table. Right. Because when you wash your clothes, people are using heavy chemicals. You wash your dishes, people are using your heavy chemicals. Right. You wash the toilet and the in the shower and all of these things and your own body and your hair. You know, billions of people all over the world dumping chemicals into the earth that don't belong there. Exactly. And I think if people are going to use products that clean these things, then they should be responsible and choose ones that are biodegradable or that are not harmful for the environment. People should carefully read the label like Bebe likes to do and mm. make sure that they're using products that are not destroying the earth for future generations. Right. Um, you know, I pay a little bit more to get the right kind of uh, detergent mm -hmm. that are that claims at least that even the bottle is good for the environment. Mm -hmm. So they use mm -hmm. some kind of uh, recycled materials. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try not to use too much because I think sometimes people trust too much in these products. And I sometimes I think I don't even know whether or not they work. I think people sometimes use them to see the phone and <laughs> which makes them feel like it's working. And also the fragrance. Well, you know, that's a really right? interesting point about using soap to wash your hands. Mm. I actually took, I went to a lecture on washing your hands. I know that sounds bizarre. Mm. And the gentleman said that a lot of people will rub the soap on their hands and will rinse the right off that it off. But that's okay. wrong. What you need to do is take the soap, whether it's liquid soap or solid soap and rub it in your hands until it becomes foamy. Oh. That's when it starts to work. And then rub your hands for to another 30 20 seconds? to 30 seconds. Uh. And 20 to that's after it foams up from the moment that it's foamed up. Okay. Then it's 20 to 30 seconds of washing your hands thoroughly, then rinsing it off, pouring a little soap on your hands and then rinsing it off does Nothing. Okay, I think my daughter has never washed her hands properly. She kind of like goes under the faucet, turns it on, two seconds, pull out. And like, if I remind her, watch I, her, she will pump a little bit of, you know, the foam from the... Well, I soap. have a question for sure. you. In America, we have soap that comes pre-foam. We have that too. So yeah. yeah, exactly. So that kind is already ready because then you can shave off the time it takes to make and it foamy. my husband was like, you know, every time my daughter comes home, I'm like, hey, go wash our hands with soap. And my husband has to correct me. He's like, you don't use soap use the the foam thingy mm -hmm. so when you press the bottle it, the foam comes out mm -hmm. right but i'm so used to saying soap that's why i always yeah, say yeah. soap but he's like the soap is not clean somebody else touched it before <laughs> i don't know I'm about serious. it's got lye in it i'm pretty sure that it was I it'll know. neutralize the previous bacteria that's why i'm telling you it's psychological mm. you know we're doing all this to make him feel better mm. so that he doesn't struggle so that he doesn't like strangle himself with his you know all these bacteria it could be worse you you know the about people who have obsessive compulsive disorder and they have like a new bar of soap for every time they wash their hands. I know he he's not quite there yet. <laughs> he's on the, he's on that trajectory. I feel like my purpose in his life is to balance things out so that he doesn't just go off the cliff. <laughs> and and the and the interesting is like with all these that he does, especially um the things he tells our daughter to do, he throws his dirty socks everywhere. Mm. I can never work that out. Mm. I mean, his socks is probably the most contaminated items in this whole house, right? I don't think you can find anything dirtier. You know, than I'm that. getting a totally different picture of your husband from this episode than ever before. Why? Because in the past, you're like, he wants to drive out into the desert, <laughs> like you know, like live off of the land. And I'm like, now he can't stop washing his hands. Who is this person? Well, I know. And well, maybe because in the desert, the sun is so strong oh, during the yeah, day, it. it kills everything. <laughs> all these mice and everything, they they can't survive. It's too dry. Mm, yeah mm. but anyhow all the things that he does to mm. I, I think it's mental comfort it's mental cleanness mm. yeah. well that is all the time um, we have for this show baby okay i hope my husband will never find 
out the show. <laughs> Find out about well, the rat. Yeah. The rag. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you, Jason. Thank we'll you. see you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.